stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite World Talk radio shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. Here we are really, you know, gearing up into August. It's hot in Scottsdale. I always give you our little weather report. There's clouds today. It looks like we're going to have some rain, maybe one of those wonderful monsoon storms that leaves everything fresh but scares the wits out of you in the meantime. Um, it's kind of, we're kind of hoping that we have one of those. Today we have just a little bit of housekeeping to do. I haven't told you about Alice Cooper for a while and why we chose... No more Mr. Nice Guy. There's a reason for that besides the fact that we love Alice Cooper. He's one of the really nicest guys in town here, and so you know we all like him. But we chose this song because when you're doing some serious self-improvement and you begin to take your power back, then you learn that magnificent word, no. And when you start saying no to people, sometimes they think you're not nice anymore, and that has nothing to do with it. It just means you're beginning to know who you are, and you're setting some boundaries and some limits, and that's a really, really good thing. So, you know, listen to Alice Cooper and realize that you can have all your power back, and it's okay to say no. We're looking for sponsors. If you're interested in having your business featured on the Self-Improvement Show and on Voice America World Talk Radio, let me know or call Scott Duffy. He can help you out. Um, and if you want your own show, if you're really looking for a radio show, Voice America would be the first one to call. They're the absolute pioneer and leader in Energy Talk Radio. And again, call Scott Duffy. Uh, he'll help you out. And I want you to know they don't ask me to say that. I do it because I believe in them, and I know they have a staff that's helpful, knowledgeable, and they have vision for the future. Um, it's the best way to go. You know, we all meet a lot of people every day in this walk through life, and there are some people that you meet that absolutely drain your energy dry, leave you feeling flat and depleted. You've all met some of those. There are people who lift you up and make you feel fantastic, just because you were in their presence. We know some of those too, and we like to be with those. In the same vein, there are people who talk all the time and say nothing, or say not much of a substance, 
and those who speak little but make you want to hang on every word. Every now and then someone breezes into my life that fits that description, and my guest today is one of those. He has a lot to say and says it well. I have a lot of people who email me wanting to put their articles on the self-improvement blog, and I'm really picky about who I put on there. Some of these inquiry letters are really bad, and I mean misspelled words, incorrect grammar, errors in punctuation, sometimes bad content. Sometimes it's really hard to tell what they're asking me for. And this is just an email inquiry. You know, I don't ask these to send me an article to review. Some of the inquiries are downright rude. They demand that I post their article and they want me to do it right away. And, you know, I get all kinds of directions on just how to do that. And I say, no thanks. But once in a while, I get a gem. In April of this year, I received this email to the self-improvement blog. Hello, and thank you for your time. Thank me for my time. Nobody ever thanked me for my time before. It was quite, quite interesting. I am anxious to share my blog with others, and I came across your site. I'm wondering if I may contribute to your site as an author, writer, or if you allow others to promote their blogs within your site. I would never wish to invade on or operate in a manner other than that of integrity and respect, so please... Do not hesitate to set me straight if need be. Wow, somebody who wants to stay within the bounds of integrity really got my intention. <clears throat> if you could respond back at your earliest convenience and inform me of what is required in order to promote, contribute, that would be greatly, that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you, Tommy Wittig. Everything grammatically correct, everything spelled right, and so incredibly gracious, and I thought, wow, I wonder if his articles are as good as his letter. So I visited his website, and I relished what he had posted there. I stayed on that blog for a long time. And now he's been putting articles on the self-improvement blog ever since. And, you know, after the first one, he timidly asked me if he could send another one. And then I wrote and said, send me some more, send me some more. They're excellent. And if you have not read one of his articles, go to the self-improvement blog when this show's over and read the lead article today because that one is by Tommy. Tommy Wittig, in my opinion, is a rising star. He's an aspiring writer and speaker. I don't think aspiring goes to him anymore. I would say he is a writer. I don't know about his speaking. We're about to find out. In the personal development arena and is a musician whose motto is no suit, no tie, all business. Don't you love it? Tommy focuses on the immediate concerns of everyday life with a common sense approach. His observations are captured in his blog where he claims to be an expert of non-expertise. How about that? With a background in management and customer relations, his communication skills were honed in the trials of facing sometimes irate and demanding clients. And boy, they get honed in that arena. He soon realized the benefits of straight talk, and he says there's no trust to be built in lies. Tommy lives in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, with his wife Kimberly and their three children, Jaden, Rachel, 
and Zachary. It is my honor and privilege, truly, to welcome you, Tommy Wittig. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. Oh, man, can I just say thank you for that awesome intro. Thank you yeah. so very much. <laughs> I, I got I to come down a little bit here. My head got so big, I don't know what to do right now. Oh, Man. we'll take care of that as we go. <laughs> wow, thank you so very much. I, I am flattered. I am humbled. Thank you very well, much. Well, it's what I see. It's just what I see. So tell us about yourself, Tommy. Who is Tommy Wittig? <laughs> Tommy Wittig, he is a flawed human being to start off with. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, uh, I am a flawed human being. I'm a guy that walks through this world and... I've seen I've seen enough in my 40 years, my young 40 years here, that common sense has just boiled over inside me to the point where I think I need to get it out of me because the things I see, the things I come across, um, just people, you know, day-to-day living, day-to-day affairs, day-to-day decision-making, so much of what we do on a day-to-day basis, you know, the minute our feet hit the floor when we get out of bed, all this stuff, it just started kind of rising in me, you know, a couple years back, and I just, I needed to vent, so I just started writing, you know, here and there, and, you know, I thought, yeah, I could have some fun with this, you know, and so, you know, the next progression, you know, I thought, well, you know, I think I'll just kick in and get a blog going, so I did something like that, and, you know, what you see, what you were looking at, my blog site there, that's, uh, you know, borderline rants and raves, I admit it, but at the same time, it's, it's just the stuff that I see. And it's good stuff. Well, my my father-in-law was Jock O'Connell, the the National League umpire, who says, "I call them like I see them." Oh yeah. And I that's how I that. feel about your articles. You call it like you see it. I love it, and you know, I think you can call it like you see it, and I don't think you have to be absolutely rude about it. But I, I- think one of the things about life is, so many of us, and I, I'm I'm victim of this myself, is it's really hard to speak our truth, and by that I mean our truth, what we know to be true, each of us individually. It's hard for us to speak the truth sometimes without feeling like we're going to offend somebody. And sometimes the truth is exactly what someone needs to hear. And you know, in a world of political correctness and stuff, we don't have to be rude, but why can't we call it like we see it and just, you know, just go with it, just... Use your head. Be common sensible about it because it's just, it's just not necessary. It's not healthy to hold it inside you, and you've got to get it out. And that was the impetus to my writings, and such is the case of how I speak with people now, how I talk with people, how I deal with people. I don't feel like I need to be rude, and I use all due respect, but I do. I call them like I see them. I like how you Well, <clears throat> we are not necessarily a political politically correct show (laughs) in fact i would say that we are not politically correct if we were i would have to change it (laughs) there you go (laughs) so when you try to please people boy that's a trap that's a trap once you get into that trap it's really hard to get out of that people please oh yeah But the majority of people don't want you there. They want you to be straight with them. They want you to be honest, speak your truth. And some people can't take being disagreed with, but most of them can if you do it in a reasonable way. And, you know, some of us even relish a little, you know, opposing 
viewpoints because that's how we learn and grow. Yeah, it shows that we're thinking, too, because if I'm just a yes man with everyone I meet, you know, I mean, if I can't, if I can't have the, the guts to disagree with someone for fear of upsetting them or offending them, where am I? I mean, where is that going to put me in life? I'm just going to be everyone's yes man and basically do the bidding of everyone whose path I cross. I find that very much like being in prison. I just I couldn't live a life like that. I couldn't do it. Well, for many people, it puts them in psychotherapy. Yeah, you know, yeah it really it does. It's a very negative way, doesn't it? So, who are your influences? What influenced you to, you know, be able to speak your truth, to express yourself so well? You know, my influences come just all across the board. Uh, you know, starting off as just a young kid, I mean, I had influences. You know, uh, my first hero, and still to this day. My biggest influence was Superman, if you can believe that. You know, <laughs> truth, justice, and the American way. I mean, come on. You know, a stranger in a strange land and adopted this country as his own. I, I love Superman. But we'll go from there. Um, to this day, we'll fast forward 40 years and, um, you know, uh, influences. Uh, let's talk about personal development arena and such the like. Uh, my influences range from a preacher. I don't know if you've ever heard of Joyce Meyer, um, Zig Ziglar. Everyone loves Zig. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite is Larry Winget. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of Larry Winget. He's also uh, an Arizonan. Is that what you call yourselves, Arizonans? Absolutely. There you go. And, you know, those three are kind of like my heavy hitters. Um, I like those guys and lady because they say it. They just say it, and they're not ashamed of what they say, and they're not ashamed of how they deliver it, and all three have a different delivery. You'll notice with, with Mr. Ziegler, I mean, he is just the, the southern gentleman, and, I mean, uh, man, that guy can motivate. I, I just don't he is He has been given a gift, and love that guy. With Larry, he is, uh, you know, he's kind of like a role model to me now, just in the respect that, he calls it like he sees it. He's caustic. He has his own style. He's deliberate about what he says. But why he says the things he does isn't to just knock you down and leave you there. It's to knock you down, but also pick you up and show you a different way of doing things. Uh, Joyce Meyer, uh, a very bold preacher who just, you know, I've listened to her for probably a dozen years, and her humble beginnings. In everyday living, she brings her message into everyday life and, you know, finding your strength, your faith, and, again, all common sense principles within these messages. And I just, I just adhere to that, and I can relate to that because I don't need to be, I don't need to be happied. You know, I don't need someone to be happy all the time and just make me happy and give me a rah-rah speech so I can just go out and do, you know, that which I want to do and I can do anything and everything. And then, you know, reality sits in and then you just kind of come down from your little sugar high and you know, that didn't get me anywhere. <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it. I don't need to be happied. Um, <laughs> I haven't heard it put that way and I really like it. I want us to come back to that thought, but right now it's time for us to go to break. Sure. Um, this is Irene Conlon with my guest Tommy Wittick and we'll be right back with more. So don't go away. <laughs> Now 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to Green with Envy every week for the most up-to-date information about living a green, fulfilling life. With a mix of serious inquiry and engaging humor, host Peter Terween and his guest experts uncover topical issues and refreshing stories that'll keep you informed and inspired. We'll want to hear from you during the live program as well. Green with Envy is broadcast live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on World Talk Radio Variety. Follow the World Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at World Talk Radio. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the World Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash World Talk Radio or follow along with us at World Talk Radio, the World Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Tommy Wittig, and we were talking about being happied you know, before the break, which is a term I haven't heard, but I really like. Um, so, you know, he, he's into rock and roll. He has his own band, and he's also into personal development and self-improvement, which to me seems, uh, you know, a little opposing, but doesn't have to be. What triggered your interest in self-development, self-improvement, Tommy? Because I want to be better, <laughs> simply put. You know, um, I'm a father of three. Uh, i got a beautiful wife, you know, working a nine-to-five job, which, you know, the company I'm with is a great company. So so forgiving, so understanding, and yet... And you're always, even doing this show at, at your office, aren't you? Yes, right, I am. Right, your That's business. right. That's correct. That's correct. Um you know, I can't say enough good things about the place I work at. And we'll yet, just say there, you know, he works at Alpha Graphics. Oh, and they're well, an outstanding <laughs> company. I've used them for years myself until I got my own laser printer. They were my printer. And they're a good company. And you, I want you to tell them how much we appreciate your them giving you this time to do this show. Oh, I didn't well. think about I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, it's very... Nine-to-five job, you got to pay the bills, right? You know, but, you know, the personal development thing was brought on because I figured, well, if I want to be better, how am I going to get better? So I need to find a way to get better. And if I can be a little bit better tomorrow than I was today, you know, if I can be a little bit better uh, today than I was yesterday, uh, that's a great thing. And so the personal development thing just kind of came naturally in the respect that, the influences I named 
were people that I listened to, and, you know, it was just like, wow, you know, these guys are, are making a, a life out of this. And if they can do it, well, why can't I? And that being said, these are the humble beginnings because, you know, being still at this point in time, I guess you might want to say an up-and-coming in this arena, I would, I would hope that I could be somewhat successful with this because, A, I enjoy it, B, it comes easy to think in this manner, and just because I always feel like I should be better than I was, it just goes hand in hand that maybe I can take this and tell this to people and bring this to people and help people and touch people and give people something to think about. You know, when you stop thinking about wanting to be better, you will stop being better. And then you start going backwards. Yeah, you, you get sedentary, you get stuck in your ways. And again, Everything I talk about, I am guilty of having done. I mean, I am so far removed from perfection that there's just absolutely no way I could say this without having lived it first. Anything See, I don't that. think we really are. I don't think we ever need to intend to strive for perfection. I don't I, think perfection necessarily, but I think just a little bit better <laughs> at the very yeah, least <laughs> yeah we can all do better but we don't have to be perfect no we that's perfect true. out of the equation it's much easier to <laughs> walk the path of self-improvement i think we should all live up to our potential and when you when you throw in the word perfection i think it scares people i think people realize well i can't be perfect and it gives them an excuse not to be better Absolutely. i think when you say you can live to your potential well, where's the excuses now? Uh, aside from the fact, well, I don't know what my potential is. Well, you need to find what your potential is, and that's where you need to work. And yeah, everything you make the do. statement, your life is your fault, mm-hmm. which kind of goes right in with this. Your yeah. life is your fault. Talk a little bit about that. Why do you say that? Uh, you know, it was a wake-up call because I've heard it said before. Um, it was a wake-up call to me because... Well, who else is responsible for where we are in life? Everything we've done is based on every decision we've made, every place that we've been, everything we've done, every person we've met. Everything that's happened in our life is built on a decision that was that took place prior to the incident. So, I mean, where I am right now is a result of all the decisions I've made in the past, even so much as, you know, half an hour ago. You know, I decided that I was still going to, call you <laughs> so i'm here you know i mean even though is, everything was crashing down around you is that <laughs> <laughs> everything is based on our decisions and our choices and it, it's it's nobody's fault but our own for where we're at and sometimes it's a good thing that it's our fault and sometimes it's a bad thing that it's our fault but whatever the case may be our life is our fault you know those who have worked hard and made themselves successful, well, it's their fault. They did that. They did that. None of us were put on this earth, just plunked here, like, you know, by the big giant hand of God and put on this planet to just, boom, here you are, now go figure it out. I mean, we were born in this world, we grew up, and we were at a point in life where we could make our decisions, and we became accountable for our decisions, and we were understanding of the decisions and choices we were making, that age of accountability kicked in, and th- there is just no more excuses here. Uh, you know, when you're a child, 
fine, you get that leeway, you know, but that's what parents are there for, to whoop us back in shape, you know, but then we become of an age of accountability, and our choices bring us to our yeah. life. Yeah, I, I never have talked politics on the show, and I don't really want it to go that direction, but I have to say I was really disappointed in the president when he made excuses for what's happening now and blamed it on somebody else instead of saying, look, I take responsibility for the, you know, what the administration's done. Uh, let's all work together and straighten this out. I, I, I really was incredibly disappointed. I'll just say this. Um, people who get to make decisions and not feel the consequences, I, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that at no. all. <laughs> You wrote an article about excuses. Uh, I don't have the title of it right here in front of me, but that was a great article. T you know, talk a little bit about that article and what you you concluded about excuses. You know, uh, that article and just excuses in general. To me, making excuses um, really comes down to borderline lying. Um, what is an excuse? It's, it's a justification for something you did or didn't that removes you from the responsibility of what you did or didn't. And to me, to say, well, you know, I'm late because the traffic was bad. Well, you know what? If you had any inkling at all that you might have been late, I think maybe you could have just made accommodations to leave a half hour earlier. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, that's that. not an excuse. It's not the traffic's it. fault that you were late. It's your fault because you got up and left late. <laughs> so, you know, I, you make excuses to justify the things that you don't succeed in. And I, I just, I don't, I don't believe in excuses. I try like mad to not make excuses. And yet, again, I've said it again. Again and again and again, I'll say it over and over. I, I'm I'm a victim. I'm guilty. I I stand accused of having done these things. But well, I think we all do. I I think it's part yeah. of you know very human nature. But you know if, if you can just say, yeah, no, look, it's my fault. I did it. Nope. Uh, I didn't leave in time. Yeah, the dog ate my homework, but yep. I left the homework where the dog could That's get it. Right. That's right. I blew it. You know what? I should have thought about that. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I'll know better the next time. So what do you do when you screw up? You learn from your screw up so you can be better and not repeat it. And those who keep repeating the same mistakes, keep making the same excuses, they're not learning anything. Absolutely. Let's, let's bring this down to a really personal place. You have three children. How old are your children? <laughs> I have a 13-year-old. I have a 12-year-old. And I have a five-year-old. Oh, in boy. In month, I'm going to have a 14-year-old and a 13-year-old. My, my <laughs> oldest son and my daughter are about a year apart almost to the day. And, um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing the teenage years, you know. And, I, and it's funny because I'm seeing a lot of... They're at their through. peak of excuse-making. You know, they are and they're not. And, I, and I'm not saying I'm raising, you know, perfect little children here. But what I will say is I got good kids. And yeah, the excuses come but, in, but they know that I don't buy into excuses. I was going to ask you, has your philosophy rubbed off on them? Do they understand clearly that it's not acceptable in your house to make all these excuses? I don't, I don't rant and rave in my house, 
Well, maybe I do on occasion. I guess you'd have to get their opinion on the matter. But the deal is when they screw up, I let them know. And I usually do it in such a way that they get the point that they made that decision. They screwed up. Now they they have to live by it. And, you know, unfortunately, then comes the punishment. And if there's one thing I want to teach my kids, it's it's that discipline isn't the thing that happens. It's punishment is the thing that happens when you when you get away from the discipline. Discipline is the code we live in. Punishment is the result of ignoring it or not living up to the expectation within that realm of discipline. So Wonderful you know, distinction. The, the, my kids are, are amazing kids. All three of them are so unique in their own way, and yet I see a little me in all three of them. And um, no, they're not perfect angels, but neither was I. And neither was my wife, and they're just being kids, you know. It's yeah, they're just being kids. Them. But you know, if they get that concept under their belt, and they're not making excuses at home, they're not making excuses at school. Yeah. Um, they're way ahead of the bunch. Yeah, and they have proven themselves over and over. There have been times where it's like you know they they give me what I think is an excuse, and then when I dig deeper into the issue, I find oh hey, they were absolutely dead on right, you know. So. They get they get an apology out of me, you know. It's like, you know, they're being kids, and their perspective is from their, you know, from being in their shoes and trying to be a, a teenager in in America these days. I would be, I would be terrified to be a teenager in this day and age. I'm sorry, I'll just say it. You know, growing up myself, I lived in suburbia. I had pretty good friends. I was pretty pretty protected in that little suburban bubble. Um, even now where my kids are growing up, uh, it's not so much the case anymore. And, you know, i gotta, I got to be sensitive to what they're dealing with. They're dealing in a, a world that's like hyperspace compared Absolutely. to what I grew up so. Yeah, it's, um, it's a tough one. It's time for us to go to another break. When we come back, I want to talk about when is it time to quit so stay tuned. We're going to, to talk more with Tommy Wittick when we come back from this next commercial break. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. Holistic healing has been around for over 5,000 years. The basic concept is that of treating the whole person and encouraging a healthy way of living in harmony with nature and the core self. Every week, take some time out for Holistic Healing Moment with host Elizabeth Ami. What is out there and how does it help on the transformational path of healing body, mind, and spirit? No matter where you are on your path, there will be a topic that will speak just to you. Tune in to Holistic Healing Moment, Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. 
You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Tommy Wittig. We've been talking about all kinds of things that have to do with self-improvement, but I want to ask you this. Kenny Rogers sings a song called The Gambler, and in it he sings, You've got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. The first article you wrote for me was titled, I Quit. When is it time to quit? When is it time to quit? You know, when you have given your all and you've done everything you can, when you've exhausted yourself, when you have gotten to the point where now you're going backwards, where you're going into what I call the red, you know, think in terms of finances, you know, you want to be in the black. (laughs) You don't want to be in the red. When you start going in the red, it's time to quit. And by that I mean it is... In my opinion, that's a sure sign that this is not your path. This is not meant for you. Okay, what are some of the ways besides financial that you know when it's time to quit? When it's time to quit because, you know, sometimes quitting is the smart thing to do. Um, Quitting is sometimes contradictory to the whole, hey, you know, positivity, self-improvement, personal development, just keep on trying, just keep on, keep on, keep on, you know. Keep but on keeping sometimes, on. Sometimes you have to quit because if I am, you know, I like to use the analogy. If I am meant to be a musician and I pick up a tuba and I'm horrible at it and I'm still horrible at it months later after practice and I'm still horrible at it a year after practice and practice, I think it's time to hang up the tuba. I would I say pick, I agree with that. You know, if I can pick up a guitar, which I have, um, and just it starts coming, but I still need to be persistent about practice and diligence, then I'm paying off. Then I'm moving forward. Sometimes everything that you do just does not bring you forward. And that analogy that I'm not, I'm sorry, not analogy, that, that, that mentality of keep on trying, keep on trying, you're going to get your breakthrough. You know, it just it comes to a point where a person has to say, I've done everything I can, and I think I need to try a different route. I totally agree with you. And the other thing is, if you do it well, but it makes you miserable to do it, oh, man, yeah. then you probably need to walk away and say, try that, what's next? Yeah, I, I think people have innate abilities inside them, and when they can find the things and migrate to the things that are natural for them to be successful at, uh, the I quit principle lingers but keeps them going in a forward direction where they still are persistent, contributing daily, practicing, doing whatever they have to take, just moving forward. You know, I think that goes hand-in-hand with personal development, self-improvement, personal and self-responsibility. you know, responsibility. I think all of that goes hand-in-hand, but you do have to know when to say, I quit. I, I'm, not, I'm not getting anywhere here. 
Exactly, and that does not role. make you a quitter. No, no. I, I think uh, one of my, uh, one of, in that article that I wrote about I quit, you know, uh, W.C. Fields say, you know, if at first you don't succeed, try, try, and try again, and then quit. No need to make a fool of yourself. Exactly. Uh, right along the same vein, you say, you can't do everything no matter what the positive thinkers say. You know, talk a little bit about that. It's right down your alley here. First of all, no one was put on this planet to do everything. Um, oh. We live in a day and age where uh, the I can do anything, I can do everything mentality is, is promoted. People make money off of it. People sell it. They package it. It looks great. It's shiny. It's got a big bow on it, and people buy it. And they walk out the door and they realize, you know what, I really can't do this, you know. Um, again, it kind of goes hand in hand with I quit. You, you're not here to do everything. I think we're here to find ourselves, to live to our potential, as I said earlier. But we're also meant to be who we were meant to be. And there's no reason that just because you can do something, I should be able to do it too. That's that's like that sense of entitlement, and it's almost pervasive into that concept of we can do anything and everything. I think if we put our minds to something, we have the potential to achieve anything. But I don't think anyone should need to do everything, and I don't think anyone should want to do everything, and I don't think anybody can do everything. And, you know, even if you want to do something, you know, I would love, love, love to be able to sing. I can't. I do not have the voice for it. It, You know, I squawk, and I can hear that, and I know that, and it wouldn't matter how many hours I practiced, I can't change that one. That's built into me. Um, and and I'd, I'd just be frustrated if yeah, I... It thought. would leave you drained and empty and angry. There's no fulfillment in that. No so fulfillment in that. Drinks are. So it's okay not to be able to do everything. That's what, okay. we're, what, what we're, all, we're agreeing on this. Yeah, we all have our in, inbred strengths. We all have our weaknesses. Yes, we do. We have, to be, we have to be aware of who we are first before we venture out into what we're going to do. I think that's common sense. You know, I'm sorry. That just seems, that seems too logical to me. Sometimes the real simplistic things that come across my mind, I have a very difficult time putting into words, but that's why I like to write so much because you can sit down and a lot of writers have a hard time actually communicating verbally, but they can communicate wonderfully through the written word. Um, I hope I can do both. That's my goal. So. Well, you seem to be doing pretty well at it today. All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> One of my favorite articles is when you wrote about they, and you asked the question, will somebody please tell me who they are? <laughs> and then you came to some interesting conclusions. So who are they? <laughs> They are, again, I think they is code for my excuse. Well, you know, they said the weather's going to be lousy today, so that's why I can't such and such outside or go here and there. Well, no. First of all, they are just reporting the weather, and I guess they would be the weatherman, so it's really not the messenger's fault that the weather was so bad. So really it all comes down to you and what's your choice going to be. You know, they say if you go outside in the cold without a hat on, you're going to catch pneumonia, you're going to catch a cold, you're going to get sick. Well, I disagree. I think germs get spread around. That's how we get sick. 
not by lack of hats. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> lack of, you know, they are the invisible entity that we have a tendency to push the blame on. You know, we hold them accountable for why we are shortchanged or miserable or unhappy. I think they are just that, you know, impersonable, that, that, like I say, that entity that is there that is such an easy, it's just an easy excuse. They won't like you saying that. Well, that's too that for them. <laughs> they know where to find me. <laughs> they do, don't they? Speaking of finding you, why don't you tell our listeners how they can find you? <laughs> Well, like I say, an up-and-comer here. I am working on a website, so that will uh, that will be coming soon. Right now, I think the best way to get a hold of me is to go to my blog site. Um, you can actually find a link to my blog site on my articles that are on your website, or they could simply go to expertofnonexpertise.blogspot.com, and they can check out my articles. They can leave comments. They can say... Uh, yeah, I'm totally with you on that one, or no, I think you suck. <laughs> you know, that, that'd be great. I would love comments. I want people to read and think, and, you know, I, I would love to hear comments. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's just simply at Tommy Wittig on Twitter. Follow me there. That'd be cool. Uh, I don't have a, you know, what you want to call it, the, the big rock star Facebook, but I am on Facebook, so you can just Google my name or check my name out for Facebook. And well, they say, they say somebody's going to take Facebook down today. We'll see oh. if they day oh. Facebook go up. What will we all do without Facebook for a I day? I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I use it for social media, and I do get some entertainment out of it, but, you know, boy, don't get me going on what people do with their obsession over Facebook. Oh, it's amazing. And texting. I don't get me started on texting. <laughs> I, I want to ask you why you called your blog the expert of non-expertise. Why are you that? I am not an expert at anything, really. Uh, the only thing I can say I'm an expert at is being me. So when I made this this blog, I thought, well, how can I capture the essence of what I'm trying to be? And that's I'm not trying to be an expert. I want people to read these articles with them thinking that I think I'm an expert at what I'm saying. So I think the title kind of goes with my, uh, my, you know, my message that I'm a student of life, and this was my observation on this topic. And I think many people can relate to this topic in their own life. And if it brings a little entertainment, if it brings a little thought, a little perspective, a little focus, a little, hey, you know, I think I'll, I'll work on that as well, you know, then, then I succeeded at it. You know, even if they read it and completely disagree with what I have to say, at least they thought about it. You know, you have to be able to think about something to disagree with something. You have to be able to like something and think about something if you're going to like it and enjoy it. So, I mean, I want people to just, at the very least, if nothing more, to just think about what I write. I totally agree with you. Every now and then I put on some way out crazy kind of thing on my blog just to see if somebody's paying attention. <laughs> I want to see if anybody will say anything about it. And the sad thing is sometimes they don't. No. 
And I think, oh, either nobody's reading this blog, and yet my numbers are really high. Uh, <laughs> or, or nobody disagrees with that crazy statement. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'll have to try that. After I get a few more readers, after I ramp up a little bit, I'm going to have to take that. I like that. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. Let's talk <laughs> just a little bit about your music. What's the name of your band? Where do you play? You know, How did you get into this? Uh, you know, as far as my music, well, m- my music is is a is a humble little outfit because this is my church band first and foremost. So we really don't even have a name for it. So we just kind of go by the name Praise Band. You know, it just works for us. And the way well, I got into that, it, that's a great name. Yeah. Well, you know, it works for us because uh, that's 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 our main focus as the band. You know, what 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 happened for me personally is, uh, you know, prior to me and my wife. Uh, getting married uh when we were engaged we started going to to her church and it's a little little methodist church here and you know i I'm, i don't cling to any, de- any denominations or, or abominations as i like to call them but i won't go there anyway so i don't <laughs> cling to any denominationals but uh we go to this church and it's just a nice it's a comfortable it's a friendly it's a familial church and uh when we were preparing for a wedding, you know, we met with the musical director, and his name is Michael, and, uh, you know, we just kind of kind of hit it off, and, you know, I let him know, well, you know, I play drums, and, you know, I play with the guitar and stuff, and, uh, that was great, you know, that's all good, okay, cool. So, a couple of years go by, and all of a sudden, he's running up to me after church one morning, he's like, uh, we need a drummer, I'm losing my drummer, what can you, can you help me out? Okay, sure. So, I just kind of hopped in, and that was about four, four and a half years ago now. And you've been oh. at it since. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, Tommy, I've done something that I don't think I've ever done before. I got so interested in what you had to say that I totally forgot to go to break. So oh. I think we probably ought to do that now. This is Irene Collin <laughs> with my guest, Tommy Wittig, saying, hey, come back because we have a lot of more and more interesting things to say with Tommy Wittig. Stay tuned. Your favorite World Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. To succeed in life today, you have to respond well to change and be willing to take chances. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan and her sidekick, daughter Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations with live interviews with trailblazers, authors, and experts. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on the Power Hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Variety. For positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio, it's Star Style. Be the star you are. Never say never. Live your dream. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Tommy Wittig. Um, been a wonderful conversation today and really a conversation, not a presentation, which I always like so much. Tommy, what's your big picture? What's in the future for you? You've got a band, you've got a family, you work in a printing company that's really good, you've got a blog, you're really starting to get into the self-improvement issues. So what's next? What do you see? I would love to keep with the writing. I would love to get published, first and foremost. But um, ultimately, I think I'd like to be up on stage. I think I'd like to get on the stage, and I'd like to touch people, not physically, <laughs> literally. But, you know, I'd like to reach out and send a message to people. Big picture, uh, I'd be so bold to say that I'd love to just travel and speak and, you know, make this my career. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. When you find something that you love doing, uh, it's hard to it's hard to not do it. And even though life's responsibilities will always be there, I would hope that this could someday be my career. So to speak, I, my I honestly don't know why it couldn't be. It, it seems to me that you certainly have the talent for it. Regarding a book... You know, as you write articles for your blog, and if you write every day, which most of us try to, I don't write every day. I put something on every day, but I don't write it myself every day anymore. But if you write every day or three times a week, every day you have a book that's 365 pages by the end of a year. You know, if you write three times a week and do the math, um, right. you, you have a book. You have a book at the end of the of a time period, whether it's a year or two years. And what you write, what you write, not this is not a generic you. What you write is so succinct and so clear that I I can't imagine that you wouldn't have a following once people find you. Mm, thank you very much. Yeah. That, that I, I really mean that. And I wish I had a voice big enough to be heard around because when you come across somebody that you think has great talent, you want everybody else to know about it. Well, and you. I'm not a great critic or judge, but I think you do have. I don't know about your music. I appreciate <laughs> that. Ah. <laughs> you know, I got some originals. I've written some tunes and stuff. I still just, you know... You know, again, with my little band, you know, we play some originals. We play some, you know, just rock music that we can get out there and just play to the public. And we just kind of, you know, have a nice broad range. But, you know, as much as I enjoy writing my own music and I could put a book of that together, um, that is my hobby and my fun and my passion, yes. But this is my, this is what I think would be my livelihood. I, you know, short, short term, I would be, I would be... How do you want to say it? I think it would be like you're saying. If you write every day, you got a book worth of material, 365 pages. I've written enough right now that I think I could go back, collect it all, and hopefully get it, you know, in a in a manner that flows, that is thought provoking. And yeah, it'd be great if it could get published, and I could really use that lift. 
<laughs> you know, you got to start somewhere. So. You've got to start somewhere. And, you know, most of us are saying the same thing. Um, some people just say it a little better. And, and I think you have a really great way with words and could do something with it as well as with the speaking. And you have an additional strength in that you have the ability to offer music. Now, I don't know whether you sing. Oh, no, 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 I won't sing. Oh, okay, <laughs> just, well. Just like you were saying earlier, I don't sing. Maybe I'm maybe a car when no one's alone. Maybe play something, or, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> or you could take somebody, or you could get your kids to sing or something. There and, you go. Yeah, you know, you know, I, but, could, I could plug in with my guitar and, you know, throw some, uh, you know, throw some music out there. That'd be fun. But, you know, you know, we live in a tough world, and people are looking for help. They're looking for somebody who understands them, who can offer a little compassion, who can offer a little direction without yeah. trying to ram it down their throat or get real pushy about it or say, this is the only way. That's the truth, and uh, you know, there's there's nothing in what I want to say or feel like I have to say. There's nothing in there that would be so so rude and invasive to just push it on people. If if it's something that I'm saying that you like that helps you that brings you up, take it and go with it. That's great. If it doesn't stick with you, if you don't like it. That's great too, you know. That's go on, right. go on your way, you know. That that's perfect. It's not going to touch everybody, and I expect that. Yeah, it can't possibly. No. Um, you know, another thing you said, and I think we just barely have time to touch on this, is by changing your belief in who you are, you ultimately you ultimately change who you are. So take the responsibility to get to work. You say you owe it to yourself. Yeah. That's an interesting way to put it. You change who you are when you change your belief. Yep. I think we all wake up, and whether we're acknowledging it or aware of it, for that matter, we believe what we believe about ourselves. We believe what we can and can't do. Uh, you could even interchange it with the word, we think we can and we think we can't. You know, it's just, you know, that inner dialogue that's always on inside our heads. Um when you change your belief in who you are, that means your belief in how capable you are. If you believe that you're a capable person, that you can live up to your potential, you can. And that is the message of you can think yourself to where you need to be and to where you want to go. It's not a message that says you can do anything you want, it's a message that says you have to believe and think that you're capable enough to get going in that direction. And with the work, with the effort that's going to be required, you can. You can find your potential. Absolutely. We're almost at the end of this show, Tommy. So, that you know, so fast. I, I know. <laughs> it, it, time goes by when you're having fun, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it sure does. Yeah. So what's the final bit of wisdom you would like to leave with our listeners today? The final bit of wisdom, you know, it'd be great if I just had like, you know, a three-word succinct little <laughs> thing. But you know what? Um, <laughs> I think success is what everybody wants in life. And that being the case, success is nothing more than an admission of our imperfections and mistakes. Um, it's... It's the desire to be better today than what we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than where we are today. And it's that continuous belief and wanting 
that we can be better, that keeps us growing and moving forward. Wonderful. That's, that's what I think. That's what I believe. Well, I would, I would agree with that. Next week, our guest is Dr. Jin Shu Robertson, who has a book, Major Dream, From Immigrant Housemaid to Harvard Ph.D. Wonderful story of a Korean woman who came from abject poverty and now has a Ph.D. from Harvard. Wonderful story. So tune in next week. Tommy, thank you so, so much for being oh, with thank us. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You you tell the your boss that we really appreciate it and that you were remarkable. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I will let them know and uh, thank you. I, I just don't know what to say. I, I just I well, really appreciate those things. We'll keep so in touch. This is uh, I absolutely. Um, yeah, this is Irene Conlon for the Self Improvement Show saying, come back next week and hear what Dr. Jin Shu Robertson has to say. Don't miss it. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.